Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I woke up at 4 a.m. thinking it was pouring rain outside. Turns out my neighbor was just taking a shower and his window was open. (laughs) One of my cats is so beyond clumsy, he would never be able to climb a tree. It's an oxymoron, really. Emphasis on moron. Well, Ralphie the polydactyl cat could never climb anything at our house either. He'd be eaten by a coyote in seconds flat. He does love a good manicure, though. Who doesn't? I'm attending a wedding in a barn. It's a fancy organic barn, of course. But does this mean I don't need to wear shoes? Maybe not. Have such a good day. Welcome to Have Such a Good Day, good the show day, that, the show that wants, wants you to do, do just, just that. that. 
have such a good day. It's like cheap therapy, Sarah, like or therapy that won't set you back. Something like that. You gotta, you gotta well, laugh it out so you don't cry. Won't and, set you back you know. a dang cent, y'all. Um, <laughs> unless you'd like to, you know, kick us a little, a little love. Um, and you can find out more by going to Patreon.com/slash/Have Such a Good Day. But yes, Heather and I do this for our sanity and also hopefully yours collective sanity it's it's all about yeah, yeah we we all want universal sanity collectivity collectivity yes we want the anyway. universe to feel at peace and we're hoping that the little show that could can make this happen so help us help you and never forget we're all in this together how y'all doing out there episode 195 y'all 195 we are getting closer to that 200 yeah, we 200. are inching closer and closer. 195. <laughs> I don't even think I mentioned it last week on episode 194, oh, which was indeed our last episode, you know, if you're a accountant man. But uh, I I, I had a, you know, a little like fuzzy feeling because uh, 1994 was when I graduated high school. Oh. Now, otherwise not like that interesting of a year. And 194 is not the same as 1994, but anything 94, I think, oh yeah, that's when little Sarah became a lady. It's really funny because 94 for me is very, it's like my first year of college. Mm. And I like was in the dorms and did the whole party dorm, tried to study sort of thing. You know, that first year, it's always interesting. Yeah. And that like, there's so much like, you know, there's just there's a lot like the music I listened to back then. Yeah, ninety four. I liked. I think eighty four was a better year, but eighty four I remember less because I was you know a wee lass. Uh, <laughs> but it probably was. There's probably like a great song from nineteen ninety four. I'm just not thinking of that. Let's you know. see. Let me scan my mind. Scan your mind. Mm, popular song from 1984. I'm just going to look it up on Google. Boys to Men? Best Boys to no, Men? Um, no, not 1984, Heather. Come on. Oh, I thought you said 94. No. Oh, 84. Ooh, I could. Ooh, oh, I've I have a good got one. This. I have a good one. I have a good one. When Go. doves cry. Oh, one of the. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Self control. Laura Branigan, dude. Ooh, like there you that's go. like my number one karaoke song. And you know that, Sarah. Because I do. You've been yeah, karaoke yeah. with me. Footloose, a 1984, Like That's a, a Virgin, great, great movie. 1984, I thought Like a Virgin came later. Gosh, man. Also, what's love got to do with it? Tina Turner, uh, R.I.P. Oh, we we miss you already. Gosh, this is like the best year for music. Ever. I told you, I've told you, I've mentioned on the show. Uh, extra credit for anybody who can figure out which episode this was because it wasn't that long ago. It was 1984, I believe, was the code to a, an uh, item that I get at the co-op uh, in the bulk section. And I never have to write it down on the little tag because I always remember it because <laughs> it was a great year. It. I think it was like goji berries or something like that. Wake me up before you go, go. Also 1984. R.I.P. George Michael. What about that was the, the cars? You might think I'm crazy. All I want is you. Oh God, God we, neither yeah. of us should, should be singing on air. Excuse but, uh, you, Heather. No, I'm very good at that. <laughs> you are. Caribbean queen. I always feel oh, like I love watching me. <laughs> okay. Jump for my love or your love. I can't, I can't remember which one that was, but oh uh, Forever gosh. Young 1984. Dude, that, that is in my top 10 favorite songs ever. Rock You Like a Hurricane. Uh, also 1984. That was a 
big ass year. It I mean, was. to be alive during that time. Oh, twisted sister, we're not gonna oh, yeah. take it. <laughs> also 84. <laughs> That's a good so one. So for all about, y'all um, who may have <laughs> we could keep going remembered here. 84 fondly, uh, may have been real little like Heather and I, or weren't even born yet. Real big. Let's celebrate the fact that we're doing episode 195, which has nothing to do with it. <laughs> and you, y'all should email us if you remember a song that we have not listed off here that totally. was very important to you. 1984, let us know. Hi, at have such a So Sarah, the- switching gears, how the hell are you? Well, thanks for asking, Heather. I, I, I sort of... <laughs> I thought about our last episode, especially because we got a little, you know, some some feedback from the nice folks out there. And thank you for everybody who, you know, if it resonates with you and you want to tell us something, you know, we love your feedback. But, you know, a couple of people being like, oh, Sarah's having a hard time. And um, that's not a lie. Um, I am kind of having a hard time in life. But I mean, life is hard. And uh, as we as we talk about on the show, um, and really the theme of the show is week after week, it's hard, and you gotta laugh so you don't cry, and just sort of chalk it up <laughs> to the fact true. that it's never gonna not be hard. No, never, ever. Why can't we just you know, get used to that? Every time you you know figure out a particular challenge, you'll get another one. This is true. And amen to that. And yeah, I mean. Uh, if you're out there being like, huh, weird, my life has just never been hard. Well, I don't know what <laughs> you're doing, uh, but I would like what you're having. Um, <laughs> but until then, we will continue to talk about absurdity that is life because that's what we do the best. So uh, good good little story on this one, Heather. So um, as you know, I recently moved from where I had lived for three and a half years and you know lots of lots of feels lots of feels about that mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. Uh, you know moving is just you know the pits but just even after it was all over and i felt so much better once it like once i knew like okay i don't have to do one more trip back and forth i don't have to go to my storage unit you know unless like i need something specific like i'm kind of done you know i can breathe it's a good feeling it it's is really a good feeling. feeling. At the same time, I missed my old house. You know, mm-hmm. like it's like that weird, like where you're like drawn to this place where you're like, but it's gone. It's over. But I kind Aren't of like. so glad you're not an Airbnb manager now? Well, I am. I am glad about that. Um, but I also, you know, I have a lot of memories, you know, from my time, you know. Sure, of at course. At this place. And, uh, you know, so I'm, you know, just sort of navigating that and trying not to be like too much of a baby about it. But, you know, it hits me here and there, Um, especially because (laughs) my dog and I still go to this. Well, I call it a dog park, but it's a high school um, that's closer to my old house than it is at my new house. So, you know, when I'm driving out there and I'm, I'm saying out there because it's, you know, due west of me. You know, I feel like I'm like, oh, I'm going home. But I'm like, no, there, no, home is not this way anymore. I'm just going to a place that's west. Mm-hmm. It's all very strange. Anyway, so 
um, when I was doing my Airbnb uh, property management, which for anybody who has listened to the show um, at any length over the last couple of years knows, uh, you know, keenly that Heather and I both have had our ups and downs doing that. Um, mm-hmm. And it was, you know, it, it was something that wasn't really all that fun for me. Um, and I didn't know that until I tried. So there you go. Um, you know, learning experience. But um, part of that was, you know, managing, you know, uh, you know, handy people to do things that I couldn't fix myself, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, house cleaners to, you know, uh, turn the house around, you know, between guests, sometimes, you know, with minutes to spare kind of thing. And all of that stuff was, you know, not me personally doing it, but me stressing about it. Mm-hmm. So, um, the, the, uh, and the house cleaning stuff is, it's a whole thing, but, um, the, uh, the most recent house cleaner that we had, um, who I, I, I had gotten to know pretty well and, you know, we, we, we had a good rapport. Um, mm-hmm. she, she, um, you know, I, I had told her like, well, you know, they're selling the house and so I'm going to go and. I would love, you know, I I will give them your information. I would love, you know, for you to, you know, continue some sort of a contract with them, but it wouldn't be through me anymore, you know, because I'm going to be gone. And she was like, oh, bummer, you know, best of luck, you know. Yeah, I'm like, you too. Yeah, high five. So (laughs) I'm I'm at, you know, I'm walking Otis the dog uh, near where I am now, which is not like that far. Mm -hmm. Um but uh, definitely in a, you know, a very different neighborhood. Um, so I'm uh, walking my dog and I'm going into like a Safeway that's not that far away. And I hear like a beep, 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 you know, on the street. And, you know, I don't look because like, why would anybody be honking at me? So I get a text from the house cleaner. I will, I will respect her by not <laughs> saying her name. Um, but she was like, did you see me? Was that you? I think it was you because that was Otis. And I was like, oh my God, it was me. What are you doing out here? Because I know where she lives and it's like not nearby. And uh, she said, she said, oh yeah, and you know, I'm, I'm in the neighborhood, whatever. Um, you know, you know, we sort of laughed. That was the end of it, you know, end of story. And, and then a couple of days later, she said, yeah, you know, actually, thanks so much for giving my information to the new people because they're going to have me do some work. And I really appreciate that. You know, I'm, I'm always happy to get work. Oh, and good. I was like, oh, awesome. Yeah, that's that's great. That That's exactly, you know, what I would have wanted. Mm-hmm. She goes, by the way, is this your tire? And she sends me a photo of like a tire in the trunk of her car. <laughs> How would you recognize your own tire? They all look the same. <laughs> they don't, though, because the rims like it was it was like a oh, tire sure. like okay. with okay. like the whole the thing, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> No, it's not my tire. Why? Like, what a strange, what happened? You know, and she goes, well, we found the tire on the property and everyone just thought it was yours. And I'm like, why would they think it was mine? Like, like in what situation? First of all, I have no skills to be able to take a tire off of a car. Okay. I know where to find my own spare tire in my own car. And that's an emergency tire that doesn't look like this. This is like Mm -hmm. a straight up tire, you know? And I was like, not mine. And she's like, so weird. Like, yeah, we're just trying to figure out like 
whose tire it is. And I'm Who like, would just leave a tire? That's so random. Well, also, what made this all like even stranger is like, I knew that property inside and out. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. no, like there was, there was really like, unless you wanted to like bury something under some ivy, like in a really weird place that I didn't go, mm-hmm. I knew where everything was. Mm-hmm. There was no tire on the property. And if there was, that was way before my time. You know, Sarah, so they, you're on candid camera. They, That's the only they, explanation. So apparently, <laughs> and I don't really know the story because I don't even care to ask. But like what I'm imagining is the new owners find this tire. They say, what's going on with the tire? Uh, house uh, cleaner who's apparently doing all sorts of yard work now is like probably Sarah's I will put the tire in my <laughs> trunk I'll and I'll let her, her know <laughs> then she like weirdly finds me outside of safe she's stalking you for sure she's not stalking me I'm just kidding I think it was all just very 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 strange coincident stuff but I, but um, I was like, not my tire. And she, she goes, well, what should I do with the tire? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to properly dispose of a tire. I don't think you can like throw it in like a garbage No, you actually bin. can't. You have to like, yeah, you have to go to the certain kind of dump or a certain kind um, of dump, yeah, center or something. or or have it picked and up it costs money or too. whatever. Yeah, because like if it you know sets on fire, like oh god. Um, so I was like, yeah, I don't know. And she was like, oh, well, sorry for the travel. And I'm like, yeah, no worries. Hope you find the owner of the she tire. Just go home and make a planner. I've got, I've box got four tires it. in my car, so we're good over here. But that Do you was... have your spare? <laughs> Maybe it was your spare. It was not my spare. I know what a spare tire looks like. Also, I have my spare. But like a spare uh, tire, you know how it is. Like it's small. It's weird. It's only supposed to be used like you know, in an emergency to get from point Mm -hmm. A to point B to you can get like a good tire back. (laughs) This was not that. No, it was like someone's like full tire. I think, well, I don't know. You know, now that I think about it, I'm like. On the tire incident. Um, Keep us posted if you hear anything. Has this ever happened to you? (laughs) I guess it's possible that somebody like, I don't know, like wanted to dispose of evidence and like she threw the tire over the fence something at the at the local cafe like lost tire like a lost cat <laughs> if it's like a lost tire, tire please call <laughs> very nice tire. tire never did anything wrong <laughs> yeah probably in someone's trunk yeah so anyway that's <laughs> life is just it's literally a twilight zone i feel like every day is just stranger and stranger but what it's funny it's like i find so much joy in like how funny these random things are uh yeah i mean it's just hilarious um sarah i swear everyone everywhere i turn somebody new and their mom <laughs> has a travel blog or a Substack, and i don't know if it's probably because of the people that i'm following you kind of fall down this whole thing with those types of people and then you keep adding these new people who do travel blogs and whatnot anyway um there there are these it's not just Substacks; it's like instagram accounts and and whatnot um and they they all have great ideas like they're they're all very interesting i can't keep up with reading them all it's kind of inundating my email to a point where it's adding to my stress a little bit um and i know Mm -hmm. this is why Mm -hmm. you always just like don't add these people you're always saying you don't subscribe for this reason 
Um, but when I read them and I have the time to read them, they're really interesting because they're personal, um, you know, they're like blog entries, kind of like how you used to do Sarah, where on your travels, you have interesting tips yeah, and yeah. tricks and, and that kind of thing. So like I said, it makes me spiral a little bit because there's just so much, so much information, you know, that you almost don't need. It's kind of like how you can look up anything now. Like we're almost too full of information, which is why we run into walls and make mistakes because there's just so much information flying around all the time. And I, I'd like to fill my brain with all that info. I like that. I like info. Um, and with all of these kind of blog posts about specific places these people are going, there's all these videos, you know, on like Instagram stories and stuff showing you their packing strategy. You know, there's like all these strategies now, like your, their, their luggage choice, their, you know, are they a clothes roller or a folder? How many shoes do you bring, you know, for a two week <laughs> trip? And it, but it gets to a point where it's like, when did we get so excessively fussy? Because I can't imagine back in the day, I watch a lot of movies from, you know, old movies, and I just can't imagine people being, I don't know, making things so complicated. I feel like it's because of the world that we live in. And there's so many things that we can do our best at because there's just these levels that we're we're maximizing we're trying to make do the best of everything and i'm like who are we this is this is getting a little out of, out of hand so i started deleting I'm like i just can't i don't have time but i did come across one little blurb that really resonated with me i wanted to share with y'all because we've been talking a lot about this sort of um especially last episode we talked a lot about how anxiety inducing travel can be and kind of we've been talking about it a bit ad nauseum lately and i think it's because both sarah and i feel similarly um and so we're kind of commiserating on it <laughs> one of the writers that i follow her name is heather heather haverleski i I've, I've only read one of her books but she writes um you know a lot of other things online and um she has her own you know sort of sub stack and she actually has this kind of dear abby kind of thing going and it's interesting she's a great writer she's funny and so this one um little problem that someone wrote in about was similar to what we were talking about last week this problem was you know i imagined this like smooth easy vacation and instead it feels like a maze of hassles and this is exactly what we worry about is like what could potentially happen when i'm on the road and so her solution is, and I quote, try to see hassles as valuable, memorable, and even worth cherishing. Traveling is like running an obstacle course, and that's part of what makes it invigorating. Instead of thinking, this isn't how my vacation should feel, or when can I just relax? Try to savor the surprises and uncertainties. These are the amusing or adventurous details you'll remember when the trip is over, not the hours you spent sipping drinks or lying on the sand. When it comes to leisure time, sometimes the bad parts are actually the good parts. And when in doubt, try telling yourself, I'm having an adventure. I say this to myself sometimes when I'm on a plane stuck in turbulence, and it's surprisingly effective. Instead of scolding myself for feeling anxious, I'm open to experiencing each scary, hard, taxing event as a bit of suspense, a small thrill, a memorable detail to enjoy after the fact. Thanks, Heather. I actually really, I think I've said similar things about um, when I come home from trips um, and you, you really have to kind of remind yourself to get back in the moment and just let things come at you because what else are you going to yeah. do? Um, I thought that was kind of cool. And then I was also inspired the other day by Leah on our Discord. She was talking about the the whole, the old Foursquare app. We were we were talking about um, mm -hmm. traveling in the last episode, as I said, and she brought up in Discord 
about how much she likes the um the foursquare app and it kind of um harkened me back to a time of sort of not necessarily early internet but it was maybe our it was our, early our web too yeah web tv it was like our internet tv thing and she still uses swarm which i didn't even know exists she it uses does. it as, no, as a no, diary yeah um and so it you know it's basically for me i remember loving like it being kind of a scrapbook so I could look back and go, oh, I went to that cool, you know, club mm -hmm, or that cool mm -hmm. restaurant. And I completely forgot about it, but I'm going to, um, I re-uploaded it today because it was, it was like dormant in, on my phone and I'm going to try it again. The scrapbook um, sense of it, that, you know, is why it's like still cool, even if no one totally. else uses it. Like, yeah, socially, okay. You know, you know, social yeah, app, yeah. whatever. But like, I always... You know what? I always tell people where they were like, why are you like checking in everywhere? I'm like, well, especially if I'm in a new place. Um, mm -hmm. First of all, I like that breadcrumb trail because, yeah, you know, sure. if I go back, like if I'm in Paris and, you know, I'm in a neighborhood I've never been in and I found like a cool little coffee shop, you know, I had mm -hmm. the best little baguette or whatever. Like, yeah. am I going to remember that again? I don't know drop a pin how far back does it save your trips because i would like to look the, back at the, the last length time I was of your account it does oh wow that's interesting yeah. we'll have to look i'll have to look back on that but yeah. and i might be late to the party sarah you probably already know about this but i'm usually only fashionably late i just downloaded the pocket app um it was something that i had read somewhere i thanks whoever you are i, I really don't remember where i read it but um it's it's that like bookmarking app where yeah. you can save stories mm -hmm. um and i know there was there was something we were using a while back i'm trying to remember the name but i i definitely save stories on my new york times app and i go back to that you know i that that is where i have a lot of stuff that i want to um get back to but other apps uh yeah i mean then it gets really scattered you know and i i like that i can save everything in one place and it's not even just articles it's like video it could be a recipe um you know and and a lot of times like i'll have a friend post something in a in a like a thread like a text thread or a slack thread and i'll never find it again like yeah you can do the search sure but it's just it's like i'll forget about it you know if it's not right there yeah um and you can save it to the app or the browser i've, I've only used the browser so far version it's called pocket getpocket.com yeah getpocket.com um, pocket has been around for a while and honestly heather i'm glad you brought it back up because it is not you know for anyone who's like remember rss feeds that was so fun like this is not unlike that <laughs> yeah. same yeah, idea totally it really is yep it's it's you know you're saving things you can categorize them you know you can you know sort of mm -hmm. you know go back to something at your leisure uh, you don't have mm -hmm. to have 4,000 tabs open, even though I am a tab person. And if you close a tab, totally. you will die. Um, <laughs> but uh, you have other options if you want to be that kind mm -hmm. of person. Uh, but yeah, no, Pocket is, po pocket is good. I have not used it. Um, really? Gosh. Um, rather than sort of talk about the company here and there for work in mm -hmm. some years so this is a really good reminder pockets are good they're they're good eggs yeah i am um, i'll see if i use it i mean that's the thing is like you you get excited about something maybe use it for the first week and then you forget about it i mean th think that's the problem for me is i 
I I will it'll it'll like somehow fall off my tab, you know, thing that I'm doing, and then I'll forget. Um, and yeah, but but I was curious how you thought about. Don't you notice that? I don't know this whole like meticulousness about traveling, and there's all these like I'm I'm stumbling upon all these apps that are these travel apps that you have to be invited to. They feel like dating apps. Like there's one in particular what? that. Yeah, no, it's crazy. There's one in particular uh, that I downloaded this morning and it was like, you need like a referral code or Why? you need to be on a wait list because here's what it is. It's called, this one is Amigo, like Ami friend, A-M-I go. Uh -huh. And this one apparently is, it's like friends add friends to their Foursquare, like their scrapbook. So like say, um, you're going to Paris and you have like a cool friend who you like oh, their taste. They, they're going to cool. bookmark. It is. Cause it's kind of like, remember when we went to Mexico city and one of your buddies sent us a Google, it was a Google map that had pins all over it. And it was, here are the great like restaurants. Right. And right, it's right, kind of right. yeah, like yeah. that. And then they, they mark all these places for you to go. And it's, I like that because it's already curated. So, okay. So if I'm understanding this correctly, like your friend would just, give you that info yeah. but if you're invited to this cool club <laughs> then you would get like cool curated mexico city um yeah. ideas from yep. somebody that you don't necessarily know yeah but maybe somebody who you i think you have to, i don't i I'm, i can't open the app because i'm not there yet but um i would imagine you kind of curate like you like when you mm. travel you like boutique hotels or you like camping or you you mark boxes of like what kind of travel yeah. you are and then they connect you with people ultimately um or it's just a friend thing maybe it's like a facebooky you know connect friend to friend to friend to friend it becomes this this bigger network i'm not really sure but there's another one that isn't an invite it's called out of office ooo and it, it's a similar idea <laughs> um, I'm just like, this is, I can't keep up, man. I just can't keep up. Heather, I, <laughs> I'm trying, know, but I can't, I, I try to, and I can't always keep up either. Um, and maybe it's because I'm eating too many magic mushrooms. <laughs> you are not. <laughs> no, I'm really not. I listen, um, in my life, I have done that. I have not done that in quite some time. Um, but the reason that I bring up mushrooms, if anyone's like a Sarah, right, um, is actually not about me. It's a uh, Wall Street Journal article that uh, I talked about uh, with my colleagues on uh, Daily Tech News Show uh, earlier today. Um, and not because it has that much of like a tech component, but the idea that um, doing sort of microdosing, whether it was with mushrooms or LSD or maybe ketamine um, or, you know, a variety of other drugs that are supposed to be not like, so you're like crazy and like, no, it's like know, a microdose. Like super wasted. Yeah. It's because you're trying to enhance your own performance slash mind. Yep. Um, very prevalent. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I don't, totally know anybody who's doing that well okay that's not true I have heard here and there I am not doing that myself. I mean I, I like that I was why you were so weird that bit. day Heather you know that, <laughs> no I mean I've done a like some microdosing magic mushrooms and it's usually really mellow um 
And, you know, I'm sorry in advance if I shouldn't have admitted that, but the ketamine thing was pushed on me in LA. I, and I think I talked about it on the show a little bit. It's like this newfangled um, treatment where you get like, you have to kind of be hooked up, not like an IV. It's not like super gross or anything, but like it gets kind of in your bloodstream and they give you these small doses and it's supposed to help with a variety of things like one that i know for sure is like kind of depression and anxiety and that kind mm -hmm. of thing and it was so interesting though because i had never heard of it and like my gynecologist recommended it because i like my my mm. pms or it was mm. something about my pms mm. and it was and it's been a bit of a private kind of thing that is extremely expensive and most people don't have access to it it's just like fancy people why is it so expensive man i can get ketamine in a bathroom well a it's different in five minutes yeah not well, that i yeah. want it <laughs> but like okay so okay so here's a just to like take a take a few steps back <laughs> you know back in the back in the when i say back in the day like i'm using air quotes even though you guys can't see me heather and <laughs> i um you know we've known each other for a really long time and you know mid-20s um, we and, you know, many other, you know, friends, you know, we had a big circle of friends um, and they overlapped and we were you know, very popular Friday night, you know, closing <laughs> down the bar. Yeah, we were yep. very popular. Um, and, you know, like, you know, it was like it was sort of like even like sometimes midweek, like, OK, we're going oh, out, yeah. you know, after like, wrapping a show. Oh, we'd be like, let's yeah, go like, get oh, some beers gosh, and play pool. Imagine and... like going up on a Tuesday. Nope. Uh, not yep. happening, but, but back in the day, sometimes it did. And, mm -hmm. um, I think you and I were, you know, I mean, we had jobs and we were trying not to lose them. And so, you know, kind of, you kind of, you, you know, you stay out and then you pull the ripcord when it's time. Yeah, you do. However, I knew about ketamine because I knew people who did ketamine. Uh -huh. Now they were not doing ketamine to like make them become better CEOs. They were just straight up just tripping balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like, ooh, not for me. No, mm -hmm. thank you. Like, I, you know, I'll do a lot of stuff, but no, I don't want to go to Mars right now. Thank you. <laughs> um, so I always thought of ketamine as like, ooh, yeah, it's like this like very you know, like, like you're, you know, you're going to lose your mind and like, I don't well, want to do special K or it's like the K hole. They the call it the K hole. Yes. yes. And that always scared me. I've never done it. I've actually, I never did. And people did do it. Like I remember those party days uh, in San Francisco and people would go down the K hole and I was like, yeah. that, that does and you'd not And you kind of look me. at them and be like, I don't want to be that. Mm -mm. I don't want to be that. I don't. Mm -mm. I mean, listen, if you did and you had fun, great. I tried salvia once, so there you go. But, <laughs> but like, yeah, like that, that sort of like, I am, you know, I have lost control of like my person. Uh -huh. I have never wanted that. I don't like that either. No, yeah. it just it just freaks me out. Yeah. Um, so back to back to this Wall Street Journal article, um, which was about 
you know, this whole, <laughs> it was obviously written, you know, for like all the normies to understand that people are doing some drugs, <laughs> but it's because, it, you know, maybe they're the best version of, you know, the startup founder that they always wanted to be, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And, you know, part of it is like a little eye rolly because you're like, ah, Silicon Valley people are so annoying. Uh-huh. But, you know, I'm also one of those people. Yeah. I'm not necessarily like, you know, a, a, a person that's, you know, in that uh, space now. In fact, mm-hmm. I'm not. But, uh, but it reminds me of sort of like the early days of people being like, we're going to change the world, totally. you know? And, and like you, you sometimes get like into like a corner with somebody like sort of, you know, at the end of the night where you're like looking at your watch, like I'm about ready to go. And they're like, Hey, do you want to hear like my like really cool story about changing the world? And you're like, <laughs> yeah. um, maybe tomorrow, maybe like not right the second. <laughs> But like you could like email me or something like that sort yeah. of thing. I feel like we're kind of in a new cycle of yeah. the same stuff. However, however, um, I am not a medical professional, so I'm not going to say that some of the stuff isn't actually really good for people. Sure. Might be. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know either. I mean, there there hasn't been enough experimentation, I don't think. Uh, and a broad like you know amount of people especially with the ketamine thing because the ketamine doing a microdose is very different than like dropping a big amount like to have a a trip where you lose control it's like it's a very 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 tiny micro amount that um you know it's interesting to me I, I like hearing about these alternative you know I mean we take western medicine I mean, that stuff's not good for you either. So I mean, there's always going to be a trade off depends on who you are and what you need. That should be our next commercial. Yeah. <laughs> Heather, it depends on who you are and what you need. <laughs> really, I have people that I know need to have Western medicine. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do. Yeah, and it is very necessary. The whole microdosing thing is fascinating. And I'm curious to see where it goes because it's now like the microdosing mushrooms is like legal in Oregon. I, I don't know what's going on in California, but... um, it is definitely a thing that is everywhere. I'm just, I'm just trying to have a good night's sleep. And that's yeah, tough as heck. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. Last night was a good one. The night before wasn't. Um, you just never know what you're going to get, you know? And you you just embrace uh, those good nights. And you try to get stuff done the next day. You do your best, you know? You do your best. Yes. That's right. Well, Sarah. Yes, Heather. I have a nagging question I'd like to ask y'all. Um, and... Oh boy, I think we always, I think there's always going to be some nagging question, right, on our minds. Um, mine lately is I, I'm getting more and more anxious about the holiday that is called the 4th of July. It's coming up mm. here really quickly. And I don't really recall ever having anxiety about this holiday. In fact, I love fireworks. I love like the excitement of it. I do. I love a good fireworks show. But I always, every time I watch fireworks, I always worry about pollution. I worry about the animals. I worry about the impact, the negative impact that this fun show is having on things and species. And uh, so, yeah, in the country, it's a little different. You know, you have people, I mean, it's it's illegal. I mean, let's, you know, let's be honest here. Um, although there's like, you definitely see them setting up a shop down the road, a little further down the road, maybe like a 10 miles away, 
they're selling yeah. them in those little um tents you know in front of well and, for, and yeah, for anybody who's like what are you talking about like i don't think all 50 u.s states uh, have deemed fireworks no. illegal but most have yeah you know fires and you know people shooting their arms off and yeah you know, there's a lot of stupid stuff for sure yeah it's like is it really worth it no yeah i mean not. i i enjoy it like the next guy i get why it's fun it's exciting it really is yeah. i mean i remember times sure. in san francisco just like being out and about during you know a fourth of july celebration and it was so crazy and fun and just like running around and you have the little like the tiny little poppers and you know these innocent fireworks the ones that we used to do in uh the street when i was a kid my dad used to get like the little uh -huh. snakes and the oh, little yeah. like spiral you throw thingies. them down and they pop and yeah. those are great i mean i love those in fact if i could find some of those I'll, i will do those any day what i'm talking about specifically and let me get to my point here i have a neighbor <laughs> who like it, it's like every year when it approaches july 4th i hear rumblings like birds tell me that he's like working on his arsenal like it's just like i hear that he is buying up fireworks and he's planning this big thing and it just totally gives me anxiety because of a lot of reasons not just my animals who are anxious enough as they are the the surrounding animals um fire hazard um insurance i mean that's that's a thing to think about um, yeah, danger of various kinds, trees, uh, trees, you know, falling down yeah. or catching fire. I mean, there's a lot of things. Um, I don't want to be that neighbor though. That's like, ah, oh, you can't have any fun, but I'm struggling with the fact that he's really stubborn about it and doesn't really care what I think, but I'm like his neighbor and he's otherwise yeah. a nice guy, but it's like, yeah. I have to figure out how to approach it. And I was thinking that like, okay, how about a compromise? Compromise is always, always a good way to go. Um, and so I was thinking maybe, maybe I just say, hey, just the, uh, oh, yeah, the mortar like I, yeah. ones. They're like the ones that are really loud. Those are the ones I'm just like, please just don't yeah. shoot those off. Anyway, I'm, I, I'm just fielding some advice out there if y'all have it. Um, what is the best strategy here? Because again, I, I get it. I don't want to like take away his fun, but like, couldn't he do it somewhere else? I mean, this is a quiet neighborhood. I mean, there's like vacation rentals and, and everything. So email mm -hmm. us at Hyatt. Have such a good day. If you have any thoughts, um, uh, feelings and questions, and I look forward to hearing from you. Well, you know, it's funny because anybody who has a dog, um, uh, well, not everybody, but many people are like, oh, gosh, Fourth of July, like, it's so upsetting for the dog, you know, like you can't, you know, if a dog is like an outdoor dog, like they're going to run into the abyss and never come back because it's so upsetting, you know, or they're going to cower inside and cry, 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 mm -hmm. cry. And, you know, Otis, my dog, um, has always been like pretty good about it. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, he, we've lived in, we're now in our fourth house that we've lived in together, you know, renters, mm -hmm. we're always on the move. <laughs> um, and you know, every 4th of July, like there's always been some stuff, you know, and he'll kind of look at me, you know, kind of quizzically and be like, do we freak out? And I'm like, no, nah, don't freak out. And he's like, eh, okay. Mm -hmm. No big deal. 
you know so i was always like impressive yeah you know good for him yeah because he looks to me like if i'm freaking out then he will but if i don't he won't yeah um the other day and we are recording this episode on june 27th so when i say the other day it was probably about a solid week ago so let's call it june 20th Mm -hmm. um People were setting off maybe the whatever you're talking about, Heather, like the boom, boom, yeah. like the mm-hmm. really scary ones. Yeah. Where you're like, it'll like, if you're dead asleep, like you're out of your bed thinking somebody's shooting into your house. Yeah. It sounds you like know? a gun. It's yeah. You I know, and there were a couple of those that went off in our neighborhood and Otis, it was so cute. He like, he just like. Like my uh, behind my you know bedroom door, he was like, I just want to like be like the smallest version of myself possible. Oh, I hate it, you know. And I was like, Are you mm-hmm. okay, buddy? Like, don't worry about it. Like, you you've heard this before. And he was like, No, do you not like it? I can and see I really why they're it's upsetting. Yeah, it, so yeah, I it made me feel terrible. These are the. <laughs> Probably the same people who like to do donuts at 2 a.m. Yeah. This uh, is true. Just down the street, um, which is also quite loud, turns hmm. out. Um, Interesting. So, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm a little get off my lawn at this point. Yeah, like people who take showers next to you. I mean, I get it. <laughs> the, sh- the shower thing, I was like, I just thought, I was just like, is well, You're not used to living there, you is know? like. Rainy? oh god like did i like did i like close the windows in my car like oh man and then i was like oh no someone's just showering just just a morning shower um i but the one last thing i want to say about the fireworks is like my boyfriend's like um let's just go away for the night we'll go to the blah 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 lodge this cute little place it's like an hour away and i'm like that doesn't solve the problem like there's gonna be fireworks down there it's not that it's just I don't want to leave my animals here like super freaked out nah. and it's just not the point it's just like i don't i i don't i'd rather give up the fireworks the joy of them to like give the animals like a peaceful evening like it's very very stressful for them yeah so yeah those are my thoughts yeah listen i have enjoyed some fireworks in my youth man i you know i'm lucky i didn't take an eye out but <laughs> But yeah, I'm kind of, I don't know, I guess if I was eight and someone was like, want to set off some fireworks? It's going to be so fun. I'd be like, yeah. So like I get why they still exist. Well, sure. Of course. It's just, I don't know. I might like extend it an olive branch and like bring bring over some like sparklers and be like, let's do some sparklers. How about that? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure that won't solve the problem, but. Well, anyway, Sarah. That would be nice. Um, it would well, be indeed. Um, all right. So we haven't solved uh, the issue of fireworks. And you may have, you know, conflicting ideas about yeah, fireworks. Yeah, which is well. totally fine with me. Totally fine. Um, and away. if you And if you do have ideas about why we're crazy or how it can be uh, enjoyed in a safe and fun environment, <laughs> um, do you... Send us uh, a note at hi at have such a good day dot com. Indeed, you know we got a an, an email actually about what we talked about last week, Sarah, the Jomo, 
uh, yeah, which is Jomo the being opposite joy of, FOMO, of missing out, which yeah. I know you you really enjoy this this new term, Sarah. Um, so he wrote in and, and said, "This is actually from Chris." He said, "I sympathize completely with you, Sarah, on your willingness to look out for yourself first. Our health and mental well being is much more important than showing up to make an appearance at an event, even if it is our close friends or family." Your true friends will understand. Kissy emoji. Thank you, Chris. Um, Chris is referring to me talking about the fact that I didn't go to a wedding last weekend um, that um, uh, a lot of my friends went to. Um, I have uh, the wedding. <laughs> they got married. <laughs> it all it all went off. It went down. You know, without a hitch. Um, and lots of photos. And I did feel FOMO. Um, yeah. I felt Jomo. Jom- the, the Jomo <laughs> was why I didn't go in the first place. But I definitely felt was like, I felt, I, I felt for Jomo. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, you know, I was like, oh man, I, I wish I could have made it work. But, yeah. you know, it, you gotta, you gotta choose your battles. You do. And, you know, I'm, I, I feel okay about it. You know, Good. The, um, life really is complicated. Up, so, you know, you, you got to do do what is right for you at the time. And you never really know. That's why it's hard to book uh, out because you don't know what's going to happen, you know, right. before you get there. It's it's hard to plan these days. But we do want to thank one new patron, Stuart. Welcome yes, to the fam. Stuart. We're so pumped to have you. We really are. <laughs> can't you tell <laughs> we are I mean, oh. I thought, Heather I thought you were gonna like you know do a firework or something pop, pop a champagne bottle or something play it's some like 80s music point of the show <laughs> um no Stuart Stuart uh became a new patron um we cannot thank you enough um and if you're listening and saying oh I could be a patron as well uh we would love for you to become one patreon.com slash have such a good day is where to find out more about doing just that that's right that's right sarah lane well hey it's been a fun ride it's been a really fun ride episode 195 in the can and uh we cannot wait to do this again and then in a couple weeks I will be in another country doing it. It'll be really interesting. Um, we'll see how that goes with my my new little portable mic. Um, but Heather, uh, looking forward she's to reporting. Committed. She's yeah. committed to the craft. I'm reporting from the road. That's right. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it'll be really fun. Yeah. Heather, how's the pierogi? Etc. Etc. <laughs> exactly. It's exactly. Fun. It's it will be. be fun. Lots. Lots to report. But until uh, well, then, until next it, time, until next it, week. Until then, yeah, we uh, we will be at 196 just wow. next week. Kind of great. It is kind of great. Like five years, Sarah. Are we, is, are we going on six? We're, we started in 2017. Okay. So we are going on six. Wow, in fact, we might be at six. That's crazy, hard. Sarah. That's so hard. <laughs> I came across all these old like um, screen grabs of when we used to record, like we did video, like on my deck. And there's all these great screenshots of us having a, a grand old time drinking wine and sharing snacks and on your, you know, in your Venice house and Doing those were things. Yeah, six yeah. years, man. All right, hmm. we got to celebrate one of these days. But Sarah, in the meantime. 
I will be Heather forever. Will you, Heather? I will. Will you be Heather forever? I have no choice. Well, then I guess I'll be Sarah forever (laughs) also. Okay. Have such a good day, y'all. Thank you for, you know, dealing with us. We love (laughs) y'all. Talk to you next week. Ciao, ciao.